Hey, it's Jermichael Jordan, and I want to welcome you back to Decoded. Decoded. There's a story about two men who had an argument. To settle their matter, they went to a judge for arbitration. The plaintiff made his case. He was very eloquent and persuasive in his reasoning. When he finished, the judge nodded in approval and said, that's right, that's right. On hearing this, the defendant jumped up and said, wait a second, judge, you haven't even heard my side of the case yet. So the judge told the defendant to state his case. And he too was very persuasive and eloquent. When he finished, the judge said, that's right, that's right. When the clerk of the court heard this, he jumped up and said, judge, wait a minute. They both can't be right. The judge looked at the clerk and said, that's right, that's right. <laughs> you see, this courtroom illustration is an example of what the internal dialogue often sounds like within our own head and heart. Inside all of us, there are Always two different truths constantly fighting to victor over the other. One truth is called subjective truth and the other is called objective truth. While these truths sound familiar and very similar, they are indeed very different. Subjective truth is a truth based off a person's perspectives, feelings or opinions. For everything we know is based off of our input, our senses and our perception. It is our subjective truth that form our thinking and validates our behavior. Subjective truths are formed by our past and personal experiences. For example, I don't like shellfish. I think that they are the most disgusting and deadliest thing a person could ever put in their body. That's my truth, and I'm sticking to it. Now, you, on the other hand, may absolutely love shellfish. You may think that they are the most delicious snack on the planet. The fact that I even mentioned them may have made you want to run out to the store and buy a whole case full of crab legs right this minute. But what you don't know is the reason why I detest shellfish. It's because when I was six years old, I snuck into the refrigerator and ate my father's leftover shrimp fried rice. And I ended up throwing it up all over the kitchen floor. And every time since then that I have tried to eat shellfish, I have had the same allergic reaction. This has been the case my entire life which has formed my very own subjective truth regarding shellfish. Even though my experience is not everyone else's experience, it still does not stop me from feeling the way that I do regarding them. Now, objective truth is different. Objective truth is when conditions are met without bias, meaning it is the truth regardless of personal opinions, ideals, or who says it. These are the truths that no matter how you feel about them, they are what they are. Truths like staring at the sun with your naked eye for too long can lead to blindness or years of smoking cigarettes can lead to cancer. While I'm not trying to be all deep, I do, however, want to paint a picture that illustrates just how irrelevant our subjective truths can be as they relate to the world outside of our own, as well as how they can stunt our own personal growth and development. For instance, take a minute and think about all the people who you allowed in your life at one point, but now they're no longer in it. Think about the times when you guys were the coolest, the times when you guys hung out, had great discussions, 
Maybe you guys even took trips together. Now, think about what brought all that to a screeching halt, causing you all not to be friends, acquaintances, or cordial anymore. Could the reason be that you all are no longer a part of each other's life because one of you didn't ascribe to the subjective truth, opinion, or preference of the other? Now, have you ever stopped and thought about how outside of the actual disagreement of truth, you two share more in common than the thing you actually disagreed upon? Truth is, we often lose valuable people because their truth doesn't align with ours, which causes us to dismiss them out of our life permanently. Sometimes these people are actually good people and have the potential to make us better and help us grow if we let them. But unfortunately, many struggle because subjective truth is blinding. It's funny. My wife and I have this ongoing joke when it comes to picking or making decisions for the other. It doesn't matter if it's shopping, ordering the other's food, or picking something as simple as what movie to watch. The rule is, if we want to pick correctly for the other's liking, we take a look at the options presented before us, pick the one that we absolutely love, and then before making the final decision, choose the option that is completely opposite to the one we would pick. <laughs> because 99.9% .9 of the time, that's what the other person would actually prefer. You see, while she and I tend to agree regarding moral truths, we often tend to disagree with certain subjective truths. We are actually the poster children for when opposites attract. <laughs> now, it has taken me many arguments and disagreements for me to realize that just because what I feel is right doesn't necessarily make the other person wrong. This definitely isn't something that I've mastered, believe me, but it is certainly something I have grown to understand. Growth is about being able to be open to differences of opinions while still being mature enough to decipher between the facts. As my grandfather would so often say, is being able to eat the meat and spit out the bones while still complimenting the chef all at the same time. Everyone involved leaves happy. The chef leaves feeling good about his work and you leave full without having choked on a bone. Usually subjective truth only matters to the person that is defending it. To the person not convinced, it doesn't matter what the facts say. Which if we aren't mature enough to accept the fact that our truth won't always resonate with our intended audience, our life will constantly be filled with disappointment. Despite what our upbringing or society has taught us in the past, life isn't about being right. It's mostly about acceptance. Accepting the fact that we don't have all the answers. Accepting the fact that things won't always go our way and accepting the fact that being wrong is just as valuable as being right. Because being wrong is how we learn if we allow the lesson to take root. Our subjective truth is nowhere near as important as acceptance. The ability to accept this truth frees us up to operate in the vein of acceptance, which all blessings come from. When we are hung up on our own subjective truths, we shut doors and blessings and potential opportunities. You never know what blessings life may intend for us to have, but when we refuse to let go of our own prejudiced truths, we can miss them. Trust me, I know very well how difficult it can be to move from personal truth to acceptance. But if it helps at all, 
I want to give you a list of benefits that acceptance brings to our life when we learn to embrace it. Benefit number one, acceptance helps us to develop humility. Whether it's the state of the world, our neighborhood, our colleagues, neighbors, or family members who upset us, when we learn to accept and acknowledge that we are not in charge of the show and that we are not the governing party and power of the entire world, we simply play a small role in the grand scheme of things. Understanding this will also help to relieve us of unnecessary stress. Number two, acceptance helps us become better problem solvers. Maybe we hate to accept that we have problems or issues. Maybe we hate to accept the fact that we may have addictions to shopping or addictions to other drugs or addictions to drinking or addictions to whoever knows. Maybe we have guilty consciousness because of past mistakes that we made. Or maybe we have yet to realize just how much we hate our jobs because they no longer fulfill us. However, once we acknowledge and accept reality, rather than staying in denial or resistance, we are in a better position to consider or uh, put options and make appropriate action plans to get us out of that situation. After all, rejecting reality does not change reality. Number three, acceptance supports our emotional and physical health. Resistance or denial can throw off our equilibrium dramatically. Due to the stress we create when we say, through our thoughts, feelings, words, or behavior, that this is something I cannot stand. With acceptance, we are likely to have a lot more energy at our disposal because we no longer have to exert effort trying to avoid, deny, or push away our feelings. Number four, acceptance contributes to healthier relationships. Acceptance allows us to put aside our own needs while also accepting that someone else may feel differently from us while understanding why they might feel that way. This approach paves the way for mutual respect and cooperation as opposed to the my way or the highway perspective. Number five, acceptance reduces the chances that feelings will resurface at a later time. It's been said that when you bury feelings, you bury them alive. Acknowledging our emotions without being overwhelmed by them or denying them is an important aspect of self-compassion, without which it can be almost impossible to live with ourselves. And lastly, number six, acceptance contributes to inner peace. When we let it go or let it be, we relax into reality. We are more able to appreciate all aspects of a situation without judgment. Now, listen. I hope that there was something said in this podcast today that really spoke to you right where you are. I hope you begin to understand that it's okay to not always be right. It's okay to value other people's opinions or perceptions because it is by listening and learning through other people's perspective that we grow and that we grow not just spiritually, but mentally and emotionally. Listen, I believe in you. And like always, I am your biggest fan. Don't forget to continue to decode your greatness. Mm -hmm.